So as I mentioned, we in the Catholic world are following closely what the Vatican and the church is saying regarding the situation in Ukraine. So it's not a political issue. It is a matter of prophecy. It's a matter of Our Lady. It's a connection with Fatima. You can hear great priests like Father Mark Goring and others talking about this on a regular basis. Now, last night, Brother Mark and I were working at the center and late, very late, we got word about midnight that a new statement has come from the Vatican regarding this situation that I'd like to share. Now, we know that there's been many questions about the consecration of Russia. And you've heard me say many times before that Our Lady had stated that in order for Russia to be converted, she needed to be consecrated and we need to do our first Saturdays. So you've heard me say this. But many people question the consecration. Has the consecration been done? Now the church, as you've also heard me say, has uh, stated officially in June of 2000 in its document, as well as the CDF, Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, has confirmed in their statements that the consecration has been done. However, there is many questions that have remained. And people have said, yes, you can't reconsecrate objects unless they've been defiled, but you can reconsecrate people and nations. So why not? Why do we not just do it? Because back in Pius XII, where he had, uh, he mentioned specifically Russia, um, he didn't have the union of the bishops or John Paul II's first attempt. Then John Paul, in March 25th of 1984, did have the union of the bishops, but then didn't specifically mention Russia. So my homily on Wednesday, I pointed out that the Holy Father, Pope Francis, has said, <clears throat> we will now specifically consecrate Russia. Now, there has been immediately some questions arose. One is that he didn't say just Russia. He said Russia and Ukraine. Now, some people have argued, I read some writings um, that have already been out on this that says, well, you know, just because Mary didn't say to consecrate the United States at Fatima doesn't mean we can't consecrate the United States. Um, of course we can, but it would have to be separate in order to follow Our Lady's exact words. So people have questioned this. I think it's a, it's a good question. It's a good question. Then other people have questioned that the consecration that will be scheduled for March 25th, the big mistake was it didn't include the union of the bishops. This is <clears throat> a big concern. Um, I mentioned this Wednesday. Uh, I specifically said, now this is just me, but if I was the Pope, I would definitely call the bishops together in union around the world to consecrate Russia with him. Well, that is what we want to tell you today. The news broke and I didn't have time to print this. I have to read this from my cell phone. So um, the issue or the article that I'm going to read is from 
EWTN, and we trust EWTN as a very solid source of our Catholic faith. They're our partners that we work with on a regular basis. Their news arm is called CNA. Now here, it's a short article, but I'd like to share with you what this article stated. It broke late last night. In a letter sent urgently on March 17th, that was yesterday, to all U.S. bishops, now that means we believe, we're not sure, we can't confirm, but that means each uh, dais era um, uh, congregation of the doc, uh, excuse me, of a country's bishops uh, will be getting the same notification. But here's what they say. Um, in this urgent um, letter, the apostolic nuncio, Archbishop Christophe Pierre, revealed that Pope Francis intends to invite all Catholic bishops and priests around the world to join the act of consecration of Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now this is huge because this was the one question that many people had risen. The letter sent by Reverend Michael Fuller, General Secretary of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, <clears throat> has signed and signed by Archbishop Pierre, reveals that the Holy Father intends to invite each bishop or equivalent in law together with his priests. So you can better believe I'm going to be there. I am going to be partaking. Please tell your priests. Please tell your bishops. We never tell you what to tell your bishops, but I think this one is important to tell our bishops and our priests to be part of this. It says here, the Holy Father intends to invite each bishop together with his priests to join in this act of consecration, if possible, at an hour corresponding to 5 p.m. Rome time. What that means here in the Eastern United States is 11 a.m., and that'll be the time we are celebrating Mass at the Marian Helper Center. What an incredible grace to be able to partake in such a prayer in joining with the Pope in the consecration. So again, we encourage you to let your church officials, your priests and bishops be aware of this. We can't tell them what to do, but we can certainly make them aware in case they are not. In the coming days, adds the letter, the Holy Father will address a letter of invitation to the bishops in closing the text of the prayer of consecration in various languages. So that's why we believe this will go to all the bishops of the world. Pope Francis will lead an act of consecration of Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary on the Feast of the Annunciation, March 25th, at St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican. The pontifical Alamor, Cardinal Conrad Krajewski, will preside over the act of consecration at the same time in Fatima, Portugal. The Apostolic Nuncio's letter also revealed that a letter of invitation is being extended to the members of the Diplomatic Corps in Washington, D.C., to attend a mass offered 
by Cardinal Wilton Gregory, Archbishop of Washington, at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception at 12 noon on Friday, March 25th. And that is a very important, very powerful statement from our church. Now, there are still questions that remain that I would like to finish by addressing. <clears throat> One, and I think this is also a valid point, that Our Lady's words, and we have to go back. I've been thinking about sending, we have some Portuguese-speaking Marian priests in Brazil, uh, of sending him, some of those priests, the original wording of the letters that Sister Lucy wrote. I don't know. I assumed they were in Portuguese. I would have to check. But the translation into English has always been that the Holy Father has to order the bishops to be in union, meaning that it is mandated that they participate. The letter that we just read indicates it's an invitation. It's, are we getting a little too hung up on semantics? Are we getting a little too pharisaical here? Possibly. But at the same time, we don't want to leave any stone unturned. We don't want to uh, miss an opportunity that is such critical at this point in time. And so if we can get all the bishops to do this, then it's a moot point. Whether they were ordered or invited, if they all come, then it's a moot point. The point is Mary wanted the union of the bishops, the bishops to participate. So the point that I think is very important here is how do we get the bishops? Pope Francis invites them. Mary says to order them. Whatever it takes, let's get the bishops there. As I said, please don't make a pest of yourself, but let your bishop know in case for some crazy reason, and I'm sure there's some bishops in the world that don't know this, We need to let them know to please participate. And the beautiful thing is this letter from Rome, according to EWTN, is saying that priests also are invited to participate. So you might want to mention this to your priest. This is a very incredible opportunity. And then finally, again, the concerns that have been raised is the words that Mary used to Lucy in 1939 was that the consecration, <clears throat> and, and I think the reason I'm mentioning this is because if we don't want to get discouraged if after this consecration is made that everything doesn't all of a sudden become utopia here in the world. I think non-Catholics will look if the situation doesn't change and the war still continues and suffering still continues, my fear is there are going to be many non-Catholics and some Catholics that specifically will say, see, we told you so. This is all fantasy. You guys now officially did the consecration, which you said needed to be done, and nothing has changed. I want to be careful here because we don't want that to happen. That's what faith is about. 
Sometimes God's ways are, not sometimes, all the time, God's ways are not our ways. And so we don't know what will happen even after the consecration. There may not be a change, but a seed may be planted, a seed that will germinate later into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. One of the things, though, going back to what I said that Mary said to Lucy, uh, Sister Lucia at, uh, in Spain in the 1939, I think it was, 36 or 30, I think it was 39, was that there was problems because the consecration, while it would finally be done, would be late. Now, even if John Paul's consecration was accepted by heaven, as the Vatican says, that was late. And if it's this consecration heaven's been waiting for, then it's really late. And Mary said that that would mean errors of Russia were spread and would still continue to be spread because we were late. So please don't lose hope. In other words, we are putting our finger in the dam. A lot of water has come through that hole in the dam. And that water can flood many towns, neighborhoods, and homes. A lot of destruction comes from that water that has already gone through the hole in the dam. But now if the finger is plugging the dam, that's a start. That's a seed for the consecration, or excuse me, for the conversion of Russia. Now, let's not get hung up on semantics. I figured it was important to address these concerns because they do seem valid. But let us not lose hope because Mary did say that it would be late and there would be many errors that we would have to face the consequences for. But at least now it appears that the path is being prepared for the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. That doesn't mean it's all going to be perfect. That doesn't mean that everything, all suffering is going to go away, that Putin is suddenly going to lay down his sword and, and invite the Catholic Church to be in its full glory and to step away from any involvement personally that he would have. It's not going to mean that he's going to allow everything to be fixed. We can't count on that. Do we hope for that? Of course. But we can't count on that. And please don't lose your faith if that doesn't happen. Because again, the consecration, even if it was done by John Paul or now by Francis, was late. But that still doesn't mean it's not important. Because now we have stopped the bleeding, we believe. A lot of blood has already been released. But we pray and we hope that the bleeding will now stop. Praise be to God. And even if the consecration was done by John Paul, because it was late even then, a lot of blood was shed. But now we pray and hope that that has been healed and that the paved way will now be prepared for the coming of the triumph. Mary said this, and this we know. In the end, my heart, the triumph of the Immaculate Heart will happen. My heart will triumph. And there will be a period of peace. 
but I'm going to have postulant Sean read one line from the divine mercy or the diary of, of St. Faustina. It says there is something else we have to do. Paragraph 300 in the diary of St. Faustina says mankind will not have peace until it turns with trust to divine mercy. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.